Welcome back to another episode of Myths and Mysteries and Black and White with your two <laughs> hosts, Josh and Ed. What you say? Been a long time coming, this, brother. It has been, it has <laughs> been. Like say say, not just a new episode, but a new season, yep. new series. But first things first, same old, as always. Ed, how are you doing, mate? I'll tell you what, I've been lost. I've yeah. been lost without this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, not too bad, mate. Not too bad, like, it's, uh, same old. Say, it, like I say, not a lot has changed, like, since since we head off really no <laughs> no <laughs> exciting's really. really happened too much so but um no i'm just so pleased to be back uh doing what we love absolutely um we haven't uh we haven't been out doing investigations or not because we've been really it's just seemed like ever since the season ended we've been just so busy yeah yeah exactly but um but now we're getting back to it hopefully it's going to spare us on now to make, make time to yeah to do so. Yeah, exactly. Well. I mean, first things first, I, I want to just say an apology straight away because I won't go into detail, but I've been struggling with a few things recently, so... No need to apologise for that, mate. Cheers, brother. No need but to apologise for that's, that. That's one of the main reasons why there hasn't been... Uh, we've gone so long with that before. But, oh, fucking hell, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> it's been that long, I can't even talk now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's one of the main reasons why it's took so long to get season three up and running. But yeah. we're here, and we're here to and stay. We're here to fucking stay. Yeah, and also we are going back to our old ways because Absolutely. we feel so much more comfortable. And if people don't like it, that is up to them. Yeah, because you know, at the end of the day, it's our podcast, and we. It, we just feel more comfortable. Yeah, I know, like the profanities and everything in everyone's cup of tea, and we respect that, and we're sorry, but that is just who we are. Yeah, and if you can't get behind us for who we are, then you ain't ever gonna like us. Let's, yeah, let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. So, so fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, as we said last season, this season we will be talking all about different mythologies. Yeah. Now I met up with Ed a couple of days ago. We've got a full-on plan now. Yeah. Not just of the podcast itself, but other things that we're going to be working on. Yeah. Um, other projects, all, all, all different kinds of things. So if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do. Yeah. And also, um, I don't know about you, Josh, but if we could put, probably put one or two of the different things on our Facebook as well to keep yeah to keep yeah, content yeah, yeah. up on the on the Facebook. Yeah, maybe. definitely. Yeah, and as well as our TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. So exactly, we'll be yeah, we'll be releasing. We're, we're going to be busy boys. <laughs> Let's put it this way: we've we've pretty much got a whole week set, like yeah. a weekly set now. What we're going to be doing. So so we are back, and we're back with a vengeance. Exactly, and we're here to stay. And I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who's been excited for us to come back mm-hmm. and asking us when are we coming back and yeah and we're here we're home this is it yeah <laughs> so like, like i said we'll be talking about different mythologies we've split them into four or five groups yeah um and, yeah because i'll oh, sorry to cut you there josh but um when on our last episode we said we was doing four mm-hmm. but me and josh after our uh meeting 
we are now doing five. Because mm-hmm. I just feel like we just need a little bit extra, and I feel, yeah. and I feel like people are going to enjoy them as well. Yeah, absolutely. So for the first uh, group, we've decided basically what I'll say. We'll give you a sort of brief rundown. Basically, what's happening is each mythology or topic we're covering is split into five episodes. So it'll be five episodes on Greek mythology, five episodes on Egyptian, five on Norse, and five on Asian, and the mystery one as well. Yeah. Do uh, we tell them about the mystery five at the end? Or should we leave it? I say we leave it for now. Comment. See if you can figure out what it is. Yeah. See if you can figure out what it is. What I will say is not like the other four mythologies. So no. I've got to think outside the box with this one. It's not even realistically a mythology. Not as... No. But it, it's... It ties in with it. Yeah. Kind they of, they kind have of their own mythology. Their yeah. Own myths. Let's so, put it that way. See if you can figure it out. But well, um, four of them do. The, the, the other one is just because it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> but um, no. So obviously the first group of um, mythologies we're going to be covering is Asian. Yeah. And we split it because it was difficult because there's such a vast majority when it comes to Asian mythology. Yeah. We could do an entire con- season on that itself. Yeah. It's a whole continent. So, so what we've done, we've chosen five that peak our interest out of all of them yeah and we're going to be discussing them and it'll be a different country each episode so for the first episode we will be talking about the chinese mythology yeah um i knew nothing about asian mythology at yeah. all absolutely nothing and i was doing my research this past week looking up like things to do with chinese mythology yeah yeah my fucking god it is actually unreal yeah it's mad it, it is, is unbelievable like say i'm the same as you i the only thing i knew about like chinese mythology is dragons yeah yeah of course so that is that's is the only thing really i've i've done any research on so but um but when i have looked into dribs and drabs shall we say yeah of different chinese mythology it is to the brim yeah it's so well diversified yeah it? exactly and that's another thing i think we ought to mention with all of the mythology topics we're going to be covering we cannot cover every single thing because we will be here for the rest of our lives pretty much yeah so we've trimmed them down as best as we can to basically give you a brief rundown of the mythology so we should we say yeah so Without further ado, let's get season three going. Yeah, boy. So, <laughs> to start off with, with Chinese mythology, I think the best place to start off is obviously with the creation. So, in the cosmic chaos, there was an egg. Inside the egg was somebody called Pangu. Not Pingu, Pangu. There's <laughs> a fucking penguin. <laughs> <laughs> and he was the first god and the first giant, basically the first being. Yeah, so in our retrospect, it'd be like God for Christianity. Yeah, exactly. That kind of thing. Exactly. That's another thing I want to say. We may joke, we may laugh at certain things here and there, not just with this topic, but with every single one. We don't mean any offence at all if somebody genuinely does believe in this stuff. We're just... It's us. We can't help it. Exactly. So as I said, there was a... This Pangu was the first God, first giant, the first saintly being. Mm-hmm. Well, whilst he was in the egg, he created heaven and earth. And every day he grew, the heavens would grow 10 feet taller and the earth would grow 10 feet thicker. 
Well, after about 18,000 years, Pangu was finally finished, and with some saying that this was the formation of the of um, Yin of the infamous Yin uh, Yin and Yang symbol. Yeah. With um, Yin being the turbid earth and Yang being the limpid heaven. Right. However, some believe that Yin Yang came first and created Pangu. Right. So, again, depending on what you believe or not. So, could that be like saying that Yin Yang could be like the first? Because it don't sound like they were a sentient being. No, it sounds like it's more of like a spirit or yeah, like a like a like a matter of some yeah. Sort. I think I think that's what they're getting at. And they it? pretty much used Pangu to create an embodiment yeah. for themselves. Yeah, maybe yeah. Oh man, time off! I've got so philosophical. <laughs> I ain't all just about hunting and trapping and shit like that. I, I'm thinking outside the box. <laughs> well, as with all living things, obviously, eventually they must die, and so did Pangu. But with his death, creation bloomed. For his body became everything we see around us. So. His left eye became the sun, and his right eye became the moon. The stars were formed from the strands of his beard. His four limbs became the edges of the earth. His blood formed the rivers. His breath formed the winds and clouds. His head became the earth itself, and its hairs became the plants and trees. His teeth became um, metal and rocks. And finally, his sweat and fluids became the rain. Where's the sea? I don't know. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> and also, I they just say, is it, so was Pangu a flat earth, flat earther? Because <laughs> he said like, his arms and legs was the edges of the earth. And there's no edges because the, the earth's round. So and they're saying that he was the first flat earther. <laughs> Big up Pangu. <laughs> <laughs> so you see anybody out there that believes, oh yeah, it's flat earth, flat earth, yeah. Pangu come up with it first. Yeah get original well after some time came the goddess Nua and she saw the earth created by Panku and saw Panku Pangu and saw how beautiful it was and decided to live there but after a while she became lonely and decided to start making people she took up the yellow earth and started to form people with her bare hands almost like a clay model basically and there's just like boom person so there's loads of morphs (laughs) Yeah, yeah, pretty much. If you know, you know. Big up Morph. He used to terrify me when I was little. Really? Yeah. I bet Mr. Blobby did as well. Oh, fucking, I hate that prick. <laughs> Fuck Mr. Blobby. Anyone to... who likes Mr. Blobby is a dickhead. I like Mr. Blobby. I'm sorry, you're a dickhead, bro. I used to nah, love Mr. Blobby. It fucking terrified me. It was the voice. <laughs> Fuck it off. He was great. Well, this became very exhausting. Obviously, she's creating bare people with her hands. Mm. That is going to get knackered. Mm. So she took a leather cord and dragged it through the earth, shaking uh, pieces of the earth off, and those pieces became people along the way. Why she didn't just do that in the first place, I don't know. Didn't think of it. Well, now after a while, these people began to die. So instead of constantly creating humans, she gave them a way to reproduce. Well, many years later... Bitch. <laughs> she's sick to death of all these people dying she's like give them cocks <laughs> give them cocks and vajayjays <laughs> Jesus Christ 
or many years later a massive flood passed over the entire land and only two people survived now this is where it gets a bit mad adam and eve mm, i don't know <laughs> maybe but they were brother and sister ah uh, yeah <laughs> of course now both of them wanted to reproduce to ensure humanity would survive However, they felt great shame because they knew they were siblings. Yeah. They called to he- they called to the heavens but received no answer, so they decided to do two tests. <laughs> the first was they went up a high mountain rolling two millstones on either side of the mountain, and if they ended up next to each other, it means they could marry. Right. I don't know how. Right. But they did. The rocks ended up meeting at the bottom. They dug a ditch so it, <laughs> so it would meet at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our homeboy, he was like, yeah, I'm doing yeah. it. Gotta get some action. The second test is they went to two different locations and started fires. And if the smoke from the fires intertwined with each other, it means that they could have children. Oh, get <laughs> real. That's what I mean. That's what, in a way, I love mythology, but sometimes it's just so it's, mad. Yeah, exactly. They, they say, like, oh, we're. Basically, whoever like came up with like with these stories or everything like that, they're pretty much saying that they're all inbred. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and as we said before, the smoke didn't twine. Of course it did, because wind works like that. Yeah. It? <laughs> so the siblings believe that they had the blessings from heaven. However, when the sister finally gave birth. It was not the child that he expected. Expected, Right. Instead, she gave birth to a spherical piece of flesh. So she just gave birth to the head. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> no eyes, nothing, just blob. <laughs> it was a blobfish. <laughs> she gave birth to a fucking blobfish. <laughs> We've all come from blobfish. <laughs> what do you mean? Big up blobfish. If you don't know what they are, look it up. There. Oh, honestly. Just be I, prepared. <laughs> I feel sorry for them. Oh, you're mad, so... you're mad. Right, if reincarnation is a thing or something like that, and you come back and you, you think, oh, what birds? Oh, I'm a blobfish. Like, <laughs> no wonder they look so sad, because I would if I looked like that fucker. <laughs> They're so clapped. It's unreal how clapped they actually but are. I'll admit, I'm not the best looking of people, but... I must get a little bit higher than a fucking blobfish. I'm just telling. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Like, I feel. I do feel for him. Like, I think if I like, if I went fishing, I caught one. I, t- I think I'd kill it out. Of yeah, it's just like, I'm doing you a favour here, yeah. mate. I wonder what they taste like. I can't imagine them tasting nice just because of how clap they look. Mm, I'd still try it. Yeah. <laughs> well, this caused the pair to begin weeping. Which is when Nua heard them and appeared before them. She took a knife and cut open the piece of flesh and formed not one, but many children. So, so she she's a, thinking she's having a kid. She's, she's given birth to a blobfish. <laughs> They've cut the blobfish open. And now she's got about fucking 54 children. <laughs> like, what a, do you mean? She had a belly full of people. <laughs> 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 she just gave birth to a village. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm giving birth to this monstrosity. No need to fear, Noah is here. <laughs> <laughs> Cut open, boom, you now have Luton. 
Fuck, I would weep and all. <laughs> <laughs> no offence, Luton. <laughs> Jesus well, Christ. Well, after humanity had been created again and was reproducing, the Jade Emperor... Lord- right, so it's even more incest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, we're all depicted from incestry. Yeah. Big up. It worked for Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> Well, after humanity had been created and was reproducing, the Jade Emperor, Lord of the Heavens, sent three emperors to rule over them. Now, this is where I am going to apologise, because if I butcher these names, I don't speak Chinese, so I might not get the right pronunciation, okay? (laughs) You don't speak Chow Mein. <laughs> oh no, I'm very sorry. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. Oh, I'm very sorry. Oh, fuck it. Oh no. Oh. The first he sent was Tian Guan. Tian, Tian Guan? Yeah. Yeah. Tian Guan. Do you know what I've noticed, right? Going off topic oh, no. a bit. Chinese is the only accent where if you try and pronounce something as clear as possible, mm. it still sounds racist. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> like, even you can't help but do an accent whenever you're speaking something to do with Chinese. <laughs> it just naturally happens. Like, I just went Ting Wang. I'm like, no, what am I saying? Like, it's Ting Huan. You see what I mean? Try and say Ting Huan right now. Tiang Guan. And tell me it don't sound even remotely racist. I'm sorry, China. Oh, we're getting, we're getting pulled off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well... He was the ruler of heaven and would bring happiness, freedom, and riches. Fair. Sounds like a good man. The second was Di Huang. Di Huang. Meaning the ruler of the earth, and he would judge over the people and their actions. Fair. The third was Shi Huang. Mm-hmm. So you've got Di Huang, Shi Huang, Ding Huang. Are they all... So I take they're all brothers. Yeah, they must be something. <laughs> well, he was emperor of the water, and he would control the waters and overcome diseases. Good man. Sound like good people. All three emperors will be worshipped all over China. Mm-hmm. When the Jade Emperor saw humans on Earth, he decided to give them some rules on food. Right. That he thought the other bit got mad. This is where it gets a bit more mad. Because in order to give the rules to the people, the Jade Emperor decided to call upon a beetle. Right. Because that's the thing, right? They say that they made all people that. They never said anything about they created the animals. Yeah, they just showed up. Yeah, <laughs> and the dinosaurs. Yeah. Loophole. Well, the Jade Emperor called upon a beetle and told it to tell the humans to eat once every three days. However, by the time the beetle arrived back to Earth, it, it confused the message and told humans to eat three times every day. Uh, yeah, yeah, breakfast, dinner, This tea. caused humans to gorge themselves, along with, and along with that, they began to obviously excrete a lot. I'm not making this up. I swear to God, this is genuine Chinese mythology. Is this how they, the dung beetles come about? Yes. Yeah, of course it is. During this time, heaven and earth was held together by great pillars. And the Jade Emperor couldn't stand the smell and destroyed the pillars to separate heaven and earth. And as you just said, to punish the beetle, he mm-hmm. made it eat the dung of the that the humans made. Dung beetle. Creation of the dung beetle. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a bit of a mad backstory of, like, the creation of Chinese mythology. Yeah. 
So, so that it, so in the child, like when they worship and that, that is how they believe the creation of Earth yeah. will happen. Yeah, through ancestry and shit and beetles. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'll give them points on originality. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Tolkien got could, <laughs> no George no uh, George R. R. Martin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's where you missed the trick, George. You forgot the Beatles. Yeah, you forgot. Where, where were the, where were the shit-rolling Beatles? To punish the Beatles, we've got to fucking eat the shit. Because he got the message wrong. Imagine yeah. that happened nowadays. It's like an Amazon delivery driver. You sent the wrong parcel to somewhere. It's like, right, you're eating shit for the rest of your yeah. life there, boy. Whatever was in that parcel, you're eating that for the rest of your life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, I don't get it. <laughs> well, uh, Chinese mythology had covered has covers of many different gods, emperors, and so forth. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we'll be here all day if we spoke about them. Yeah. So I've got here the main ten uh, deities or deities. What is it? Deities. Deities yeah. of Chinese mythology. Yeah. And again, apologies if I butchered the names. So, the tenth one is Yu Huang, who is the Jade Emperor, who I just mentioned. Right. So, obviously, I just spoke about him, so I'm not going to go over him again. So, is the Jade Emperor, because he sent the three emperors to do, like, heaven, earth, and water. So, is the Jade Emperor meant to be, like, God, then? Yeah, I think so. Right. I think, like, this Pangu and Nua were, Mm. like, the original, the OGs. Right. They must have fucked off or died or whatever. Jade Emperor took over, and they sent these three. Right, okay. Well, the ninth one is Fuxi. Fuxi? Fushi? Yeah. I don't know how they say the XI. I'll say Fushi. Fushi. Sounds better. Well, he is one of the oldest gods in Chinese mythology, considered by many of one of the three people who cre- uh, helped create the world. Don't know why. Hmm. He was responsible for teaching the humans basic survival skills, including fishing, hunting, farming, and medicine. Mm-hmm. He is also credited with the invention of Chinese writing. Right. And he is often depicted with a snake wrapped around his body, symbolising harmony between opposites. And he is also seen as the great protector of couples and families and is worshipped in weddings and birth ceremonies. Oh, right. Well, Why a snake? I don't know, maybe because serpent, maybe it's like... See, I'm, we're getting on, so why can't you get on, sort of thing? Maybe, yeah. Well, number eight is Nua, who, again, I've already mentioned, so I won't go over her again. Mm-hmm. Number seven is Shenong, and he is one of the strongest gods in Chinese mythology and is considered one of the three kings who helped create Chinese civilization. Right. And he is depicted as a man with either an ox or a dragon head. Cool. That's cool. According to legend, he is the creator of traditional Chinese medicine and is credited with discovering many medicinal plants and uh, developing techniques for agriculture. Right, yeah, yeah. So he made joints. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he's loved. (laughs) He found a way to make joints. (laughs) Big up, Shannon. <laughs> He's prayed to in ceremonies for healing and protection against diseases and plagues, as well as protector of farming. Mm. Well, number six, you have Guanyin. 
Guan Yin. She is considered the goddess of mercy and compassion. And she is depicted as a female figure with multiple arms, symbolizing her ability to save many people simultaneously. She is willing to always help those who suffer, which makes her one of the most famous deities of Chinese mythology Mm -hmm. due to being constantly invoked in prayers and asked for help. Number five, you have Changa. And she is... Changa. Oh. That's a block game, isn't it? (laughs) Well, she is an important goddess in Chinese mythology as she is associated with the moon. And this is a bit of a weird story. Mm. She is depicted as a beautiful woman wearing a jade tiara. That wasn't the story. (laughs) Because jade's an emerald-like thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, according to legend, she fell in love with a mortal archer called Hoi. Robin Hood? Maybe. The skilled bowman was tasked with protecting the world from the attack of ten firebirds that burnt everything in their path. Mm-hmm. He shot nine of them down. However, he was part. He pardoned one to serve as the sun that illuminates and warms our world. Right. So apparently, the sun is a big bird. But weren't it Panku's eye? Well, this is this is what I don't get. It's, like, it's, it's very contradictive. Yeah, because his left eye was the sun. So right eye was, was the, the moon. moon. So I don't get... Yeah. Ow. Unless like, the sun was always there, but he used the firebird to actually create the heat. Yeah. Yeah, it could have been. Well, mind you, it does say illuminate and warm the earth. So yeah, yeah. maybe the sun was there. It just might do its job sort of thing. Yeah, true, true. Well, as a reward, he was given the, the potion of immortality by the gods. Well, one day, Changa couldn't resist her curiosity and peeked into what her husband had kept. And what she saw was the potion. She ingested the whole thing, causing her to fly into the moon where she lives to this day. Fucking Armstrong didn't say. <laughs> Neither did Buzz Aldrin. You'd have thought they'd have said something. That's what I mean when they say to this day. Because we've been to the moon. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> she weren't there. <laughs> she weren't there. Where's she, she at? On the, on the dark side of the moon. <laughs> the fourth one is Legong. He he is the god of thunder and lightning in Chinese mythology. Ah, Thor. Yeah. (laughs) He is considered a defined judge in charge of punishing those who violate laws and ethical principles. Right. He is depicted as an opposing man wearing a red robe and carrying an iron hammer. So it's a B-Tech 4. It's a Chinese 4. Yeah. (laughs) I would say B-Tech. That just makes... Mate, 4 has Mjolnir. This guy has an iron hammer. Yeah, but that might have a cool name. Yeah, but... Mjolnir. You can't know, but you know what I mean? <laughs> you can't start just slate, just having the Chinese and the Norse fucking going at each other. That's what they ought to make, a giant, like, God War game. Do you know what I mean? It's gods against gods. God of War? No, because <laughs> like, that's Kratos just fucking them all up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like, like... All the mythologies going against yeah, each other. That would, be, that would be pretty cool. He is often summoned in religious ceremonies to ask for justice and protection. Well, number three, we have Shi Wang Mu. Yeah, yeah, I ain't even gonna fucking attempt that. And she was known as the Queen Mother of the West and is associated with immortality, healing, and longevity. She is considered a benevolent and compassionate figure. 
She is depicted as a beautiful and elegant woman dressed in long robes and a hat with phoenix feathers. Mm. She is seen as the guardian of nature's uh, nature secrets, able to grant immortality and healing for those who revere her. Number two, we have Neja. Had to be careful there. <laughs> you ain't got to be careful. Well, if I was it, yeah. <laughs> he is a unique figure in Chinese mythology, associated with protection, courage, and loyalty. Mm. He is depicted as a child with magical powers and superhuman abilities, such as controlling fire and wind. He's an avatar. Yeah, boy. He is also seen as the champion of the innocent and oppressed. Mm. Nah, the best one, number one, is Sun Wukong. And the monkey god. Yes. Yeah. So, like I said, you've probably heard of him or at least seen a picture of this geezer. Yeah. He's, he's the Don. Can you remember... A film called uh, The Forbidden Kingdom. And it was... Vaguely. Jackie Chan and Jet Li. Yes! And Jet Li was... But, yeah. Was um, the monkey son Wukong. Yeah. yeah. That was a great film. Yeah. I love that film. Well, he, like we said, he is the famous monkey king in Chinese mythology. He is born from a magic stone and is trained to become a powerful fighter and martial arts master. Get him in the UFC. <laughs> He rebels against the gods and becomes the Monkey King. Mm. In an attempt to curb his rebellious behaviour, the gods invited him to uh, participate in an expedition in search of a sac- of the sacred sculptures, uh, sacred scriptures, sorry, in Western China. Right. He accepts the offer, but causes much chaos during the expedition. Mm. On his adventure, he faces many enemies, including demons, monsters, and other gods. Using his wit and powers. He basically he batters every single one yeah. of them because he always he's always depicted with a, a bow star. Yeah, isn't he? Yeah, he's always yeah yeah yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, I remember that because I always remember like in Chinese mythology, it was like a monkey king or monkey god or whatever it was. Yeah, I never actually remembered his name, but yeah, big up. Now this story, so they were the ten most famous deities in uh, Chinese mythology. Yeah, this story I found was pretty not interesting. Well. <laughs> It's pretty decent. <laughs> it's the um, myth surrounding the Chinese zodiac. Oh. oh, but before we get on there, right? Sorry, but you know, like you said about like um, the monkey being like sick of martial arts. Mm. Have you ever seen like how Shaolin monks train? No. Oh my fucking god! Are they the ones that sort of like sit there in the splits and have people kick them in the bollocks? And yeah, shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen them. Then, Honestly, yeah. if one of them at fourteen years old went in the UFC rig, they'd knock. They'd smash all, everyone. They yeah. would knock them all out. Yeah. And I mean, they could be them versus Habib and John Jones, and he'd knock both of them out. Yeah, they are Hot. unbelievable. <laughs> like the training they have to do, they have to, they have to start at a young age. Yeah, like, at f- like three or four. It's a build up endurance or something, or like yeah. a tolerance to yeah. certain things. And that, and ha- and they, f- and how they, they they train, like muscle train, like strength training, endurance training, mm-hmm. pain training. It. I remember I was watching a TikTok about it. I was in awe. Like, they are ridiculous. No, like, they're, they're just above normal humans yeah. in every single way. I respect them so much because they've. That is their life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, but they're so peaceful people. Yeah. Like, honestly, they're unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mad. I wouldn't want to piss one off. Oh, no, fuck that. They'd, fuck fold, that. they'd fold me up and just, yeah, leave me on the side of the road when you <laughs> think twice about it. When you break a sweat. Um. 
Yeah, so as I was saying, like, this is the myth surrounding the Chinese Zodiac. Mm. But some people might have heard this, because I think I've never read it. Fucking shut up! <laughs> what do you mean, like, the Chinese New Year? like Yeah, kind of thing, like the animals surrounding it. It was a that. race, weren't it? Yeah. 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 I remember learning about it in school and, and things like that. Yeah. So, But for those that don't know, in Chinese mythology, the Jade Emperor wanted a way to m- measure time. Mm. And so he organised a race. To which the first 12 animals to cross the finish line, or the river, would earn a place on the Zodiac calendar in the order they arrived in. So, this is the story of the race. The rat rose early with the sun to get a head start, but on his way to the river, he met the horse, tiger and ox. Because he was small and couldn't swim, he asked the others for help. The horse and tiger refused, but the ox gave him a lift. Mm. As soon as they was about to cross the finish line, the rat jumped off and secured first place. So he was a fucking rat. <laughs> the ox finished second and the tiger third. How can an ox beat a tiger? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was mad. Well, the rabbit finished fourth, the dragon finished fifth, and the snake sixth. What? The dragon should win it all. <laughs> exactly. They fly. <laughs> I, did, I think it did say something like it could have flown over, but it was mesmerised by the water or something like that. Right, okay. Um, the horse finished seventh, and when the Jade Emperor looked over at the river, he noticed the sheep, the monkey, and the rooster all atop a raft working together. Or when they made it across, the trio agreed to give eighth place to the sheep, followed mm. by the monkey and the rooster. Next came the dog, and finally, last, was the pig. And because of this, each year is associated with one of the animals of, of this order, with the cycle starting over every 60 years. Yeah. So that is why, obviously, depending on what month you're born, is what animal. What year. Associated with. Yes. What year you're born. Yeah, we're born, yeah, sorry. Yeah, because we're both year of the pig. Fucking, fucking of all the animals we get a pig oh no well, I, I know someone who's like year of the dragon I'm like oh, oh, of course fuck. they are fuck you isn't it it's so cool like, no I'm weird fucking but, but then because uh, the, the, they call it pig or boar yeah so I'll say yeah you're the boar because boar. boar's better a, yeah <laughs> than a pig. Than a pig they were last <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's tragic. It is sad. I still can't get that though. How an ox beats a tiger in a yeah, race. Yeah, it's a bit mad. When you've got a dragon, a tiger, yeah. even a snake. Yeah, and a horse. I mean, an ox beats him. Yeah. I mean, a rat makes sense because he's on top of the fucking thing's head. But yeah. Madness. Madness. Let's say it must have been a head start. Yeah. Like he was already crossing over by the time the tiger Yeah, it must have been. been. Right, we're gonna somehow we're gonna do this in real life. We're gonna <laughs> <laughs> like, we could use a Komodo dragon, couldn't we? Like eat all the rest of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, no, we're doing like um, they're in compartments, so they can't. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they can't eat each other. <laughs> and then yeah, just see which one win actually wins, and then mm. we do the whole lot. I'm done. <laughs> if anyone knows where we can get a Komodo dragon, dra- uh, tiger, horse, fox, ox, rat, monkey, sheep, dog, and the others, yeah. <laughs> please let us know. Rooster. Rooster. Snake. Yeah. 
I mean, snake would be the easiest one to get out of them all. Yes, yeah, pet shop. And so is a rabbit. And a pig. Yeah. We got them free on lock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got an ox? Yeah. What for? We want to race him? <laughs> we race him against. Well, snake, <laughs> dragon. Are you doing the Chinese race? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sell tickets. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool, yeah. That's not if you'd be interested. How we would do that, I don't know. That'd be so cool, though. It would. <laughs> but, talking of dragons, obviously, we can't mention Chinese mythology without mentioning the dragons. Yeah. Boy. Which is obviously your territory. Yeah, it's very much my territory. No, it has changed that much. I still have a shit phone. <laughs> Right. (coughs) Well, for starters, it's worth noting that the Chinese dragon, or a lung, as they're actually mainly called, is very different from the European dragon. If you've seen our other dragon episodes, you know this very much. For example, while European dragons breathe fire, the Chinese dragon typically breathes clouds. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) the anatomy of the chinese dragon which i have mentioned before is also unique the head for instance often looks like that of a camel while the eyes look like those of a demon Mm -hmm. similarly the neck looks like like that of a snake whereas his paws are of a tiger contrary to what most people assume the legendary chinese dragon was not usually was usually not vengeful Ancient Chinese people didn't usually blame dragons for natural catastrophes and other disasters. Instead, they were often they often saw dragons as benevolent, wise, and powerful. Yeah. Um, no one knows exactly when legends about dragons first originated, but the symbol dates back to at least three thousand BCE. Fucking hell! According to one theory, the legendary Chinese dragon evolved out of um, ancient totem worship practices. Ancient people may have created dragons by combining attributes of several creatures, like tigers, snakes, eagles, and carp. Well, I suppose the scales. Yeah. Yeah. A different theory uh, posits that the the Yan Emperor, a legendary Chinese leader from T dynastic times, was born of an encounter with a powerful dragon. As a result, um, Yandi was more powerful than most leaders. He partnered with Emperor Huang Di, and together they conquered their enemies, unified China, and according to myth, pioneered Chinese civilization. Mm-hmm. As time progressed, many Chinese came to believe that Yandi was one of their ancestors, which by extension meant that they were also descendants of dragons. Right. Like, we all know that in the real world, dragons do not exist. Well, they do and they don't. Yeah. Some people do still believe dragons did exist, but it's very difficult to say if they did or didn't. Mm -hmm. But in the mythological stories they inhabit, um, dragons reside in a variety of places. The celestial dragon, for example, lives in the sky, while the coiling dragon lives in the sea. Dragons are significant in Chinese culture because they are associated with business prosperity mm-hmm. so during chinese new year many celebrations start with a dragon dance yeah that you see them and they're fucking yeah. bobbing up and down yeah. and that 
Um, the aim of the dance is not just to attract attention, but to also ask for a prosperous new business year from the Dragon Gods. A uh, good harvest and health. In traditional times, Chinese farmers requested plentiful harvest by making offerings to Dragon Gods. When drought struck, they did the same in an, same in an attempt to encourage a downpour from the heavens. Some people also believe dragons could protect their lands and harvest from flood damage. In addition to Chinese New Year, the dragon is a very significant creature during the Dragon Boat Festival, a Chinese holiday that's celebrated throughout China in late spring or early summer. During this festival, dragon-shaped boat races are traditionally held. I've never even heard of that. No, you? I to be fair. There are many theories about how the Dragon Boat Festival originated. One theory suggests that in its earliest form, the festival was celebrated to request good health as well as bountiful harvest from the dragon gods. Mm-hmm. Uh, protective tokens. In China, people believe dragons can offer protection to homes and businesses. They're, they're seen as protective figures and that can be v- printed or engraved on sentimental or valuable objects. Yeah, I was going to say, in a lot of like temples and that in China, you see... like. Yeah, monuments of the dragons and things like yeah, that. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty much they're guard dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, dragons are powerful creatures of Chinese mythology. They're associated with the ability to control the seasons, time, and harvests. Generally, they symbolise the following: everything male. In traditional Chinese society, men were considered to be physically strong and powerful, and were often influential in community matters. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, dragons were employed as representations of this relative dominance in traditional society masculine traits thus were considered physical manifestations of the mythological dragon nobleness according to Chinese astrology those who were born in the year of the dragon are more prosperous and noble than others for example 1988 2000 and 2012 are considered dragon years uh, many Chinese people, who, those born during Dragon Years, to be strong-willed, decisive, and self-confident. Cocky bastards. Oh no, you've got a fucking dragon. I'm pissed <laughs> off about that. <laughs> Agricultural life. According to Chinese mythology, dragons control the weather and the seasons. Though most dragons are wingless, male dragons possess the power to fly to the heavens and bring rain. While female dragons control earthly waters like rivers, lakes, seas, and wells. Good fortune. Some people also believe dragons symbolise fortune and good luck. Thus, people often engrave dragons on utensils and personal items to attract the best life has to offer. Kindness. In China, dragons are a symbol of kindness and warmth. Remember, um, but Chinese dragons don't breathe fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, there are some... Ex- um, sorry about that. Um, Chinese dragons are colourful creatures and each colour holds unique symbolism. For example, blue and green dragons symbolise nature, health and tranquility. Some people also associate blue and green dragons with healing, peace and rest. Other notable dragon colours are the white dragon. The white dragon symbolises purity, just like in the West. However, people sometimes also associate it with death and mourning and see it as a bad omen. The red dragon symbolises good fortune. For this reason, the symbol is popular at weddings and other celebrations to encourage happiness and good luck. Mm -hmm. The yellow dragon symbolises good fortune and power. Some also believe this dragon can control time and seasons. Since it's the most revered dragon, ancient people often used it as a symbol of of empire and the emperor. 
People also generally associate this dragon with attributes like warmth, wisdom, and wealth. The black dragon. Most people associate the black dragon with vengeance, thus it's often linked to catastrophes like storms and floods. And there's different types of um, Chinese dragons. The Chinese tradition include a variety of different dragon types. Each is surrounded with a wealth of rich symbolism. You've got the spiritual dragon. The spiritual dragon is blue and controls both the rain and the winds. Its job is to ensure that humans benefit from these two elements. Mm-hmm. The winged dragon. The fact that this dragon has wings is somewhat strange, considering that most Chinese dragons are wingless. It is, however, a very significant type of dragon. It symbolizes rain and, at the times, floods. The celestial dragon. This dragon resides in the sky, where it protects the celestial gods from falling to earth. The coiling dragon. Known to live in the seas, the coiling dragon controls time. While most dragons possess the ability to ascend to the sky, the coiling dragon is restricted to the waters. Treasure dragon. The Chinese believe that this dragon could protect hidden treasures like precious metals, money and personal wealth. The underworld dragon. This dragon controls rivers, streams and seas. Some believe it's the feminine version of the spiritual dragon and for this reason the two can copulate. They shag. Yeah, boy. <laughs> so pretty much, I'll say that that's like the yin to the yang. Yeah. The horn dragon. The horn dragon is one of the most powerful dragons in the Chinese tradition. Although sometimes depicted as having evil tendency, is also associated with making rain. Half of these fuckers are making yeah. rain. Yeah. Make it rain. <laughs> and lastly, the king dragon, or dragon king, or dragon god. This is considered the most powerful of all dragons. He can appear in a variety of shapes and is often depicted as human. He is thought to reign over the seas of China in all four directions, east, west, north and south. Dragons may only be mythological creatures, but they are very important to the Chinese people and the impact of this cultural phenomenon is far-reaching. Historically, dragons have served as important symbols with a variety of mostly positive meanings. Understanding Chinese dragons brings you one step closer to a better understanding of traditional Chinese culture. There we have it. I mean, they are cool. But even just, like, the drawings and, like, depictions you see of them, they look stunning. Do you know what I mean? I prefer European dragons. Do you? Yeah, I do. I don't know, it's just something about the Chinese dragons. Don't get me wrong, they look look sick. They look absolutely sick. Like, I love all dragons. Yeah. But I just, uh, for some reason, I think because of like being brought up with like Dragonheart and that, I've always been, always knew about European dragons before Chinese dragons. Yeah, as, yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that's why I personally I prefer European. Yeah. But that like they are so cool. Like you say, like uh, the scales of carp, they got eyes of demons, the paws of tigers, uh, the body of snakes, yeah. and all stuff like that. And it's just like how they mismatched it yeah to make sense so elegant I think, so fearsome I think so... as well it's the case of like you said they've all got their own purpose or their own meaning yeah and they're completely different from one another like I mean yeah okay half of them make it rain but you know what I mean like different colours and yeah, yeah, all, yeah, all yeah. that kind of thing I just find that so interesting oh yeah I do yeah I do too like you say like, yeah they got the fucking dragon king that's what I mean which is cool which is apparently human yeah I think it, <laughs> it's a shapeshift like, ah, I'm a dragon <laughs> I am a dragon <laughs> I tell us it's time to go back to bed isn't it <laughs> but, uh, yeah no 
it's weird as well. Like you got like the white dragon that depicts death. Yeah, which I think is a bit mad, and then the black dragon, his vengeance. Yeah, it's, it's a, like surely. <laughs> but no, I do get that because when you know when it's about like the real piss it down, it's like black mm, clouds, black yeah. skies. So yeah, I, I kind of get that. I do kind of get that, but still. Why do they all have to make it rain? <laughs> that's what confuses me. It's like, they're like, that's my turn to make it rain. That's my turn. That's my turn. It's like, <laughs> can one of you... <laughs> just fucking make it rain already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, just, I think people still do it now, where they offer like gifts like milk and honey and stuff like that to... Uh, drag to like dragon gods like if they've got their own statue yeah. and that they offer it to them to like bring good harvest good fortune and stuff like things that things like that yeah yeah ah. each other aren't it yeah but nothing that officially wraps up Chinese mythology yeah for like I say it's, it's, it is shortened down yeah because they like say we'll be doing this like six hours yeah exactly at least. so um, but no that is and hopefully it's like a kickstarter for you at home if you if you're interested in what me and Josh said, like you can then go on to look more into uh, Chinese mythology. Yeah. Like say, like there's stuff about demons, there's stuff about different monsters, different deities. Like you, if any of them, I'd look up like look at monk, like the monkey god, yeah. the monkey king, because that is he, yeah, he's the boy. He's so fun. Like some of the stuff like I've seen and that is quite funny and that, so it's quite interesting. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm I'm about done. Ah, same here. Yeah. Right. Well. If I remember right, next week we are talking about Buddhist mythology. If I'm right in thinking, yeah, I think so. We should have looked at the book before. We started. Yeah, we should have. Yeah, <laughs> we've only just started coming back. We'll get back into the yeah, story. yeah, yeah. But yeah, well, we'll do. Yeah, we'll do Buddhist mythology for yeah. next week. And even if it ain't on, well, it is on the list. But like, if it weren't second, like, we'll just we'll swap just it. swap them around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that will be our next one. Yep. Yeah. Um. So. Once again, thank you very much for listening. We're finally back. Again, apologies. This took so long for us to come hey, back. Hang on. You're about to finish. But no, 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 Not just yet. Not just yet. Right. <laughs> Trust me. I, I remember the routine. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> but I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're all right, boy. Um, yeah, that we're was back. it. Like, just um, apologies. This took so long for us to come back. Um... Well, you say that, like, apologising, but surely that's... Well, I'm hoping that's keeping people, like, interested. It's, like, uh, it'll make it more sweeter. Yeah. When we do... When we have... Now we are back. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise, if we if it was, like, two weeks, it's like people hadn't had time to miss us. Yeah. Yeah. Do you I'm, know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. So, hopefully you have missed us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like we said, we are coming back with much more, so please do subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yeah. Because there will be a lot more content coming out on there. Mm-hmm. Quite a f- well, what f- three things a week? Yeah, yeah, three at things le- a at week least, at, at least minute, yeah. on the YouTube. So, and that's not including vlogs and things like that, and investigations and all that kind of thing. No, that's it. Also, I'd like to mention we um, haven't forgot about the BTR um, investigation we done. Yeah, it's just um, we've had a couple of difficulties with the recording. It's all there. Don't worry. It is all there. It's just it's taken us a little bit longer to uh, finish it off, pretty mm-hmm. much. So I want to apologise to BTR team. The thinking, oh, well, it must have been couldn't have been good because they ain't posted it. No, it's not. It's not it's that not at that. all. It's not that at all. It is coming, and I, I really, really enjoyed that night. And yeah, I hope so we get to do that again. Yeah, 
yeah. uh, soonish. So yeah, that'll be good. And go on our, and do we, we need to get them on the podcast. We do. We've we've said it. We, we've messaged them and we've said it to them, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll get it sorted. But they've been so busy. Yeah, because they're doing so much at the minute, and like we've been busy. It's just got trying to find the time to find. Yeah, to right. Do it. This is when we're doing it. Let's crack on, sort of thing. Yeah, but um, no. Massive, massive thank you to everyone that has asked us where's the podcast at, or even still been listening throughout it, like yeah. gone back and listened to previous episodes again and things like that. We do massive, massively appreciate it. Um, I think that's about it, boy. Yeah, yeah. So, where can they find us? Well, Josh, <laughs> <laughs> they can find us on our Facebook group, which is Mister Mysteries in Black and White. You have to get approved, but don't worry, we'll approve you anyway. Mm-hmm. It's just people, if they start fucking about, we just take them off. We can put them off. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on our Instagram, which is Mr. Mysteries underscore, like the actual underlying bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, which ah, is... X now. Oh, Follow us on X. Whatever is Twitter. It's Twitter. <laughs> which is, um, what was it, Mr. Mysteries 10? Yeah, I think I'll it is, yeah. Hang on. We, I will find out x why is it why have they done that elon musk that's why oh yeah true uh right it is oh miss miss it's myths at myths it's at myths mysteries one all one word at myths mysteries one or you just type in myths mysteries black white all one word and it will pop up you'll mm-hmm. see our logo uh you can then or you, you could uh make sure to follow us on our tiktok um, which is Mr. Myths and Mysteries 10. I can't talk. <laughs> Some things never change. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, you can uh, follow us on that. You can email us uh, with your theories, your sightings, your um, criticisms, mm-hmm. your praise, which we prefer, mm-hmm. <laughs> but anything to do with the podcast or us in general. Just make sure you can email us at missingmysteries at outlook.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, I nearly forgot that. <laughs> um, you could uh, subscribe to us on our YouTube channel, which is Missing Mysteries, but the easiest way to find it at the minute is through our Facebook group because of the algorithms and all that buggery. Yep. Uh, I think that is TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. And yeah, the email. That's it. And yeah. the email, yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. But uh Josh, where can you listen to us? You can listen to us at let's see if I remember this. <laughs> Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Samsung, Podchaser, Player FM and iHeartRadio. Fantastic. I think that is all of them. But yeah, so yeah, you listen to us on there. I mean you obviously are because you listen to us right now. <laughs> but if you ever fancy listen to us on a different um Platform, fill platform, your boots. Fill your boots, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, keep an eye out. Let's say the best on the, I think out of the groups, the best one is the Facebook group. Yeah. That's the easiest one, really. Yeah. And it's the one we seem to post the most. Yeah, most yeah, about. yeah, yeah. So that'll be the best one to go off. But, um, yeah, I'm so pleased we have started finally, season three. We're finally back. We're finally back. It took a while, but we're here. Yeah. But, um, like you say, Josh, don't apologise for that because you're human at the end of the yeah. day, mate. And yeah, cheers, brother. And I'd, I'd rather you be okay to come back. Yeah, exactly. And to force yourself and then not enjoy it. And yeah. Give it up yeah. completely. So, but no. <laughs> we are. so good. Yeah, it does feel good.
it does feel good but yeah we will see you next week see ya happy hunting <laughs>